Welcome again to The Entrepreneur's Advisor, the business podcast built for entrepreneurs and business owners. Join your host, Chip Schweiger, and his guests as they talk about proven strategies that can help you level up your company to go from seven figures to eight and from eight figures to nine. If you are a business owner, investor, or industry insider looking for actionable tips to make more money, improve profits, and increase the value of your business, you're in the right place. And now, once again, your host, Chip Schweiger. Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast, the podcast where you get one actionable tip each week to increase the value of your business. Say, if you're a new listener, a very warm welcome to what we think is quickly becoming one of the best business podcasts for entrepreneurs. And if you are a regular listener and subscriber, thanks for joining us again this week. Really happy that you're here. So I'm your host, Chip Schwager. And to set the table for the new listeners, I'm a 27-year veteran of public accounting and corporate finance, where I've helped some of the largest companies in America grow. But my real passion is in helping entrepreneurs and business owners like you. So we created this podcast to share what successful entrepreneurs and business owners are doing and to give you a forum to ask questions and get support to get unstuck if that's where you find yourself. And I think I mentioned a few weeks back that the way we come up with the episode topics is really pretty scientific. I talk with my clients about what challenges or issues they're facing in their businesses and then we talk about it on the podcast. And to take it a step further, If one client is asking about it, I figure there's lots of folks who might want to get their arms around the same issue, so we talk about those on the podcast. Now, I was visiting with a client the other day about a challenge of pricing products for a retail store, and then a few days later, the same discussion with a manufacturer about pricing strategies for a new product. So that got me to thinking about pricing. The most important aspect of marketing and selling a product is pricing. Business owners often settle on an option without considering all of their options. They copy competitors or they guess at what they should charge customers because it's just too difficult to think through every possible variable in detail beforehand. Knowing which pricing models work best can simplify how you price a product or service and give you confidence knowing that you're not simply guessing. And since humans are irrational, product pricing is just as much an art form as it is a science. So for today's episode, I'll break down the scientific side of how to price your offering. There are lots of resources out there on the art of pricing, but my hope is this discussion will provide you with the tools and strategies you need to create a reliable, data-backed pricing structure for your product or service. There's also lots of product pricing strategies out there based on the study of human psychology. Ending your price with a 9 or a 5, for example, is called charm pricing. Millions of businesses have used charm pricing to price their products, and it's proven to increase sales. Or there's the rule of 100, a fantastic psychological hack to maximize the perceived magnitude of your discount, no matter to the discount size. With the rule of 100, businesses use percentage amount discounts for items under $100 and dollar amount discounts for items over $100. Without a doubt, psychology is an important part of pricing. But let's take a look at scientific approaches and strategies. Follow these steps to arrive at the optimal price for your product. So step number one is find a base price by getting to know common pricing strategies in your industry. 
Entrepreneurs should take advantage of the most innovative pricing options available to them, and that's why we're talking about this this week. I mean, if you want your business to navigate through the ever-changing dynamics of these current times, you might be looking at pricing. And one of the most simple ways to price your product is called cost plus pricing. So cost plus or cost-based pricing involves calculating the total cost it takes to make your product or deliver your service, and then adding a percentage markup to determine the final price. For example, let's say that you're selling a product with a following per item cost. The material costs are $10, the labor costs are $4, the overhead is $2, so you've got total costs of $16. Then you add a markup percentage, let's say 50%, which is kind of a retail industry standard, to the total cost, and that gives you a final product price of $24, which is the $16 in total costs times the 1.5% or 105%. If you remember our charm pricing tactic from the beginning of the episode, you actually might mark this product at $23.99. Now this method is simple, it's fast, and it lets you quickly add a profit margin to any product you intend to sell. Market-oriented pricing, also referred to as competition-based pricing strategy, market-oriented pricing compares similar products or competition in the marketplace. So the seller sets the price higher or lower than the competitors depending on how well their own product matches up. Price above the market and you're telling the marketplace that you're consciously pricing your product above the competition to brand yourself as having a higher quality or better performing item. Copy the marketplace and you're selling your item at the same price as your competition to maximize profit while staying competitive and price it below marketplace and you're using data as a benchmark and consciously pricing your product below competitors to lure those customers into your store over your competitors. Now each of these strategies in the market-oriented model has its pros and cons. With market-oriented pricing, it's important to understand the costs of making your product as well as the quality compared to competitors so that you can accurately price your product. Dynamic pricing, also referred to as demand pricing or time-based pricing, is another strategy in which businesses set flexible prices for a product or service based on current market demands. In other words, dynamic pricing is the act of changing a price multiple times throughout the day, week, or month to better match consumer purchasing habits. If you've ever ridden in an Uber on your way to a concert and then tried to call one after the concert, you know how companies use dynamic pricing to maximize profits. Amazon, too, has long been using price surges on their most competitive items for big e-commerce shopping days, such as Black Friday or Cyber Monday. If you're a commodity or service business, you can price dynamically based on usage, and a usage-based billing method is popular among utility providers and can also work if you're providing a service. All right, step number two is to capture more market share by experimenting with pricing and understanding what we call price elasticity. So lots of businesses fall into the trap of thinking if they lower product prices, more people will buy the product and their revenue will increase. Strategically lowering product costs does have benefits and can lead to increased revenue. For one, it reduces the amount of money being left on the table, which we call consumer surplus, for customers who are willing to buy at various price points. Simply put, consumer surplus is the difference between what a consumer pays and what he or she would have been willing to pay. So how do you maximize profits while also capturing more market share? 
Well, you need to understand the sales volume of a product at particular price points and what allows you to remain profitable. In other words, you need to understand price elasticity. Price elasticity is a measure of the relationship between a change in the quantity demanded of a particular good and the change in its price. If the quantity demanded of a product exhibits a large change in response to its price change, it's termed elastic. Now, for example, imagine you have 100 customers that purchase your product. After testing pricing, you find customers convert at different rates depending on the price of the product. You also find that sales volume fluctuates with price. Given this small amount of data, you can now easily calculate how much revenue is generated from each price point. Theoretically, this is a great way to improve upon the base product price you calculated in step one. But there's one small problem. What about the customers who would have purchased at a lower price point or maybe at a higher price point? That's revenue that you're losing out on and no sane business owner wants to do that, which is why you need a strategy to unlock that untapped gold mine. Now, there are lots of pricing strategies out there to do this, but my three favorites for profitably lowering prices are discount pricing, loss leader pricing, and anchor pricing. So discount pricing is a strategy where items are initially marked up artificially or start at a higher price, but are then offered for sale at what seems to be a reduced cost to the consumer. So an online retail store such as Macy's might offer discount pricing on all of its kitchen items for a limited time to attract new customers and to boost sales. This is a simple way to attract new customers that might not have bought a particular item at a higher price. The key to ensuring that the discount pricing strategy remains profitable for your business is to keep the profit margins close to zero or slightly positive. In other words, don't sell your products at a discount just to get customers in the door, only to find out that you're losing money hand over fist. Attract customers with discounts, keep your profit margin on discounted items close to zero, and then upsell or cross-sell other items in your store to turn a profit. That is, unless you want to give loss leader pricing a shot. So similar to the discount pricing in strategy, Loss leader pricing takes a slightly riskier approach to attracting purchasers. Loss leader pricing is an aggressive pricing strategy in which a store sells selected goods below cost in order to attract customers who will, according to the loss leader philosophy, make up for the losses on the highlighted products with additional purchases of profitable goods. So you might start with a web special page that you promote via email and social media. The key difference with loss leader pricing versus standard discount pricing is businesses often know that they will not make a profit on the items sold as the loss leaders, and that starts with a deep understanding of your product costs and profit margins. And if you remember back uh, into an earlier episode, we talked about what trends are coming, and one of the tips to create a valuable business is to keep customers in your brick-and-mortar store for as long as possible. It's been proven that the longer they stay in your store, the more they purchase. So you might experiment with loss leader pricing to help attract large numbers of customers who would otherwise shop elsewhere. But be sure to apply other techniques to keep them in your store, and some of them will buy additional items with a higher profit margin. So anchor pricing is a really cool pricing strategy, and there's a great video of Steve Jobs announcing the iPad price on stage in 2010. 
So he rhetorically asked the attendees what they should price the new iPad at. And he says, quote, if you listen to the pundits, we're going to price it at under $1,000, which is code for $999. And then $999 appears on the screen before he continues. And then he says, I'm thrilled to announce to you that the iPad pricing starts not at $999, but at just $499. And then on the screen, the $999 price is shattered by a falling $499. That's anchor pricing at its absolute finest. Anchor pricing is where you display your regular price and then visibly lower the price of that item in stores or online. It works so well because it helps you to create an image in shoppers' minds that they're getting an incredible deal. Little do they know that the regular price was made up in the first place. And this can get really slick if you have the product on your screen and a customer scrolls and then the regular price is slashed before their eyes to a lower price. Something fun to experiment with if you have a good webmaster or just cross out the regular price on your website and have the lower price right below it. Okay, step number three is make sure your product pricing drives long-term business profit. At this point, you should have some idea of where you're going to start with pricing your product. But our work here isn't done. To ensure that you maximize and maintain long-term product profitability, you must analyze your current business metrics as well as design a plan to constantly experiment moving forward. So the pricing strategies that we've talked about offer good guidance on how to price your product. However, the mix of pricing strategies you implement must result in enough income to cover your overhead expenses while also leaving you a bit of profit to spark continuous growth. Overhead expenses are a whole host of costs that are fixed. I mean, you should consider them including rent, manufacturing costs, staff salary and related costs, packaging costs, and taxes. And I recommend calculating your overhead expenses on a monthly basis. That way you'll have a running and accurate total at all times, allowing you to proactively price your product based on your findings. And if you find you're operating at a month-over-month -month net loss, you can quickly make decisions to return to profitability. Now, there are many things that directly affect the pricing of a product. That's why it's important not to allow your pricing strategy to remain static. Prices that fluctuate and move with the market will help to increase revenue and decrease consumer surplus. And so here's three great ways that you can experiment with your pricing. The first one is raise your prices on your best sellers. And we've talked about before about how lowering product prices can lead to a reduction in consumer surplus. Well, raising your prices can have a similar positive effect. If one or more of your products is selling at a high volume, experiment with raising its price ever so slightly. And this will increase your gross revenue and allow you to make up for any other products that aren't quite pulling their weight. One way to offset the potential negative impacts of raising your prices is to experiment with pairing higher prices with giveaway items or spiffs. You know, like the shops where you go and you buy a ball cap and you get a t-shirt for free? This helps make your customers happy while also increasing the bottom line. Another way is you could take advantage of seasonal discounts or promotions. So seasonal sales and promotions are one of the best ways to attract more customers to your physical store if that's what you have. Even something as small as offering free stickers can help to increase customers and revenue. And a third way is model, but don't copy your competitors. 
as with any great business or pricing strategy, looking towards the market, and particularly your competitors, is a great way to stay on top of current pricing trends. Everything from stock market fluctuations and employee rates to new laws and trends can affect the price that people are willing to pay for your product. That's why it's important to keep an eye on the market and on your competitors. But remember, you're operating on your terms with your overhead expenses and your profit margins. So while it's great to evaluate how they're pricing their product, you need to put your business first. Tons of businesses are vying for customers' attention regardless of what industry you're in. One way to gain a competitive advantage in a wild marketplace is to have a pricing strategy that is dynamic, one that moves with the market, and one that allows your business to remain profitable all at the same time. The last thing you want is customers leaving your store because you fail to adapt and fail to update the value of your product. Use these tips constantly throughout the year. Save this episode so you can come back to it. Do whatever you have to do to keep yourself accountable for ensuring that your product pricing strategy remains competitive. And if you want to visit more on any of this, just drop me a note at chip at vistiumgrowth.com. Hey, that's all for this week, but just one last reminder, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter, and all of them are at Vistium Growth. So let's connect. And with that, hope you'll join us again next week, and until then, we'll see you. You've been listening to The Entrepreneur's Advisor, the podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to this podcast. It's easy to do so by clicking on that subscribe button or follow button. And you can also visit us on the web at www.vistiumgrowth.com forward slash podcast. That's V-I-S-T-I-U-M growth.com. We'll catch you in the next episode. And thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast.